Hey, this is Mandy from the Devotchkas, and you're listening to 25,000 Miles. Hey, this is Elaine from the Devotchkas, and you're listening to 25,000 Miles. I'm JJ from Devotchkas, and you are listening to 25,000 Miles. the show you guys thanks for inviting us thanks for having us yeah well i saw that you guys were playing on that festival and i was like what are the odds what are the odds i can get this interview (laughs) and i was like yes so uh that's pretty awesome uh so not to dwell too much on uh you know on this garbage that's going around right now because i'm sure everyone's pretty sick of it but how is everyone doing with covid in your area I'm I'm in Germany. It's quite strict here. Um, We still have a lot of uh, restrictions. You have to have a digital pass everywhere you go. It has to have a scannable QR code. Um, You can't, the only places you can go without it are supermarkets and doctor appointments and pharmacies. That's it. Everywhere else requires a a scannable digital pass. And, um, I think the numbers are higher than last year, but I don't think the deaths are higher here than last year. I'm not sure, though. Right. But, I, I, yeah. I, that's that's pretty similar to here. No one's really taking it that seriously, but no one's really dying either. And I think people yeah. are just kind of, it's like the strain is getting kind of... Weaker. Yeah, weaker. It's not as virulent. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And like I know people who have had it and they're like, oh, I'm good now. Yeah, so. yeah, that's everyone I know who's had it, whether they're vaxxed or unvaxxed, they say the same thing. It was like uh, between a cold and a bad flu. 
Yeah, yeah. I had it and I didn't even have any symptoms. Oh, well, there you go. Like zero symptoms. Yeah. So it's weird. I heard like the You're... headache, head, like having a headache is like the biggest part of it. Yeah. I had a headache when I got the vaccine, but not when I had it, there was nothing. It was totally fine. Um, New York's kind of the same, but we don't have any QR codes. Um, in New York City, to go into anywhere, you have to show your Vax card. Um, where I live on Long Island, it's right now it's a choice if you want to wear a mask or not when you go out in public. But most people, I'd say about 50% of people do, 50% don't. In Germany, in my city, I'm in Berlin, you have to wear a FFP2 mask. You, If you go out without it, someone's going to get on your case. Yeah, yeah, us too. Us too. It's like not mandatory. <laughs> well, here, here it is. It is mandatory. They oh, won't yeah, that's what I meant. Did I say not oh. that? Yeah. <laughs> well, that's awesome. Well, it's not awesome. You understand. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, just for our listeners, could you go around the room and say uh, who you are and what you do in the band as well? Sure. I'm Mandy. I play guitar. I'm JJ. I sing. Uh, I'm Elaine. I play bass. Okay, and I think the first time that I heard you guys was on a, a punk core records compilation. And that, that made its way up here. Canada and because uh, like was it you know you was flip it, it over uh, and it was like the casualties is the unseen and then you guys and then the virus and there was another one and it's not coming to me at this very moment havoc it was might it have havoc? been the havoc there's a good chance anyway I was like yep getting this and then so do you guys does that happen often like people are like yo punk core records I that's where I first heard you I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> Is this the first time? Yeah, I mean, it was the only label that we were on, so. But I think I think we were we were uh, we preceded those bands from joining punk core. Like we were out of those bands, we were the first punk core band. Yeah, like he, he punk core was putting out other stuff, but I think we were like from that era we were probably the first punk band he was putting out. Yeah. Yeah. Cause like, I, cause I remember like in the record shops back then, um, it was like, you, you could get your hands on like the casualties or the unseen, but like we had to like special order, like bands like you guys or like even the virus. It was like, you had to like go up to the clerk and be like, Hey, listen. <laughs> and they'd order and they'd be like, all right, I'll see. <laughs> Did you get shamed? You'd be like, oh. <laughs> I tell my daughter about that kind of stuff now because she's just like on Spotify. And I'm like, dude, I'm like, there once was this thing called a record store. <laughs> like, And I told her about like Soapbox Records and like all the places we used to go. And like, she's just like, you could just get all that on Amazon. Now I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Like, yeah. the way everything has changed is crazy. So you said record store. I, I feel jealous. I'm like, I remember. <laughs> it used to be hard back then to get music. You yeah. have to get a physical copy of the music you were looking for. But uh, now... Yeah, there was, there was no sampling. So you had like a 50-50 shot. If you saw a record that looked cool, you were like, all right, 
and you'd bring it home and it either was really good or it sucked. <laughs> yeah. Your money. And you couldn't that, resell but, it. Yeah, you had <laughs> to like blind buy traders, everything. You got nothing for them. <laughs> yeah, that was the yeah. worst. You'd bring it home and you'd be like, I have to like this. I just spent so much, like all of my money on it. <laughs> you have to convince yourself that it's good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, so let's talk about CY Fest. Awesome lineup. Uh, how did you guys uh, get hooked up with that uh, that show? Um, I think back in 2016, um, Nacho, the guy who who booked it, he reached out to us and he was um, trying to book us back then for another festival, um, but it, it kind of fell through. And he kind of kept in touch um, and. I think he asked one other time, maybe in like 2019, and then he reached out over Christmas and he asked, would you ladies be interested? And I, I talked to the other girls and I, um, everyone was, you know, it, they were all down to do it. So we thought, why not? I don't know. That guy is magic when it comes to like getting bands to, uh, to come play that are, have been yeah. broken up for a while. He's done that to, like, he did that with, like, a Global Threat and other bands like that who have, you know, kind of called it quits for a bit. But that guy, every time, yeah. something new. <laughs> Make it happen. Yeah. I don't know him, but it, it seems like he's the kind of guy that you'd want to know because it's like, hey, man, how are you doing this? I'm just going to follow you yeah. around. <laughs> yeah. He, he has a good reputation from what I hear, like, other bands that have done his shows are always happy with what he put together for them. So is there any uh, new bands that you guys are stoked to see at this show? And then who are uh, you most excited to see? Uh, I'm most excited to see Funeral Dress because I haven't seen them in many, many years. It'll also be cool to see all like our, our old punk core pals that we haven't seen in a really long time. Yeah, one spot at the same time. It'll be pretty cool. I I'm curious to see who killed Spiky Jacket. But yes, definitely. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> it's a funny name. When I first heard it, I was sure it would be a Japanese band. Yeah, it, does it has a Japanese vibe to it. <laughs> yeah. Knowing that you guys are coming back, it was like the response so far has been pretty pretty positive, and everyone's pretty excited to see you guys. Has that kind of put a little bit of a pep in your step to maybe do more shows? I mean, for me, yes. It's it's pretty cool. I mean, I was talking to Aline about it recently. Like, it's just cool to... We were in a band over 20 years ago that's still relevant today, and people want to see us play and hear music, and it's kind of crazy, you know? And I would have never thought you know, when we were 17, forming the band, that we'd still be doing this as adults. <laughs> I'm I'm really flattered that people still remember us. Yeah. I mean, it would be definitely cool to do some more shows if we could. For you guys being a band, it was a pretty, like a relatively small amount of time. But in that small amount of time, you, you made a pretty big impact. Yeah. Six years, maybe, right? I think we started in, like, 1997, right? 96. End of 96. You guys were together for a little bit before, like, I met you guys and became friends with you because I was 17 when I met you guys. 
Yeah. Beating Jay. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sure I forgot about that. It, I, I know we, we were like talking about forming a band for like some time before we actually did it. So maybe like end of 96. That's what started, I think. I'm pretty started sure. Started planning to make a band. Uh, I think that's correct. There you go. The <laughs> historian. Yeah, there you go. 96. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, and with that said, with maybe more shows coming up, how about new music? Have you guys ever th- thought about doing that again? Yeah, it's an got, idea oh, rolling yeah. around. Yeah. Oh, yeah. all right. Am I just too soon yeah. on that one? <laughs> No, we 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 have talked about it because yeah. we still have some songs that we have been trying to put together that we actually did put together before we split, and uh, we're gonna try to put them back together. Right on. Well, okay. And speaking of songs, okay, I was going through "Live Fast, Die Young" again, and I was like, okay, I gotta bring this up. And then I was like, no, I'm not gonna bring it up. And then I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna bring it up. Bring it up. Bring it up. Right. So. Wicked Heart and Poogly. <laughs> is that basically the exact same song musically? Yeah, Poogly is One Sided Society. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. With our previous singer. So okay. what happened was <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, we had gone into the studio with our previous singer, but during the period of recording, it, things didn't go well. And uh, she exited the band, let's say, but we had already written all, we had already recorded all the music and we had to revamp everything. Anything that had uh, her lyrics on it, uh, which One Sided Society was with her lyrics. So we couldn't, we didn't feel right re-recording it with JJ's lyrics. Yeah, because it was previously recorded. Yeah, it was on a other uh, release that we had. Our um, it was our first seven inch. Second. I don't even remember Alzheimer's. Uh, wait, no, you're correct. There we go. I did it again. <laughs> it was on um, Annihilation. Right, and uh, I mean we don't have to talk about that, but um, obviously there was a bit of controversy with the name too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, we don't. We don't have to talk about it, but if you want to, we can. <laughs> I have the power to edit. Okay. Well, I, I would just say that um, our previous singer seems to think that we told her that she could keep the name, but we never, ever, ever mm-hmm. made such an uh, agreement. Never, ever. She no. imagined a phone conversation that never happened where we yeah. told her the name would stay with her. What we did do when we put out the the album with JJ, we said in the insert that we would leave the, the name behind, not because we wanted to, but just for a fresh start. But we recanted that like right away and we kept going as the debauchkas. Mm-hmm. Right. So we never ever promised anyone the name would be theirs. Yeah, I guess... You know, she's not very happy that we're continuing without her, so, yeah. Yep. Listen, (laughs) I understand. (laughs) You know, that's good. Explanation, great. (laughs) 
waisted very wide. Then they had on long, black, very straight dresses. And on the broody part of them, they had little badges of the like, silver with different Malchik's name on them, Joe and Mike and such like. They were supposed to be the names of different Malchik's they'd spatter with before they were 14. Okay, so I don't know if you've ever done this. Have you ever Googled your band name and then just seen what comes up? Because I have a list here. Uh-oh. <laughs> Are the Devotikis, and then I just saw what came up. Still Alive is the first one. Sweet! I was like, huh, I think so. Oh my! <laughs> Dark, but that's like the first thing that comes up. Yeah, I know. It was the first one. I was like, oh boy, I better. People are like, are they dead yet? Yeah. <laughs> we're not that old. <laughs> I know. I mean, we're old, but not that old. <laughs> we're getting there, but we're not quite there yet. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta take my pill. <laughs> <laughs> uh, are the is still married? Don't know if you were or have been, but there I mean, you go. I and Mandy, we've divorced each other. Um. <laughs> <laughs> and then it was Devochicus and then members. So they're obviously looking for you. Devochicus lyrics. And then Devochicus 2017 followed closely by a question mark. <laughs> And then now, Devonchikis 2022. Huh. So that, that was, when I Googled it, that's what, you know, you know how, like, sometimes you just leave it and then, like, the suggestions come up? In the predictive autofill. Yeah. 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 I thought you might get a kick out of it, because I sure did. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty funny. We're we dead yet. Is someone wishing death on us? I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, I, know, I guess though. so. I... <laughs> For years in this band, what are you most proud of? And then on the flop of that, what do you think uh, has been the biggest challenge as a band? It's for me because since I came in after Stephanie at first, it was like, I wasn't trying to fill her shoes, obviously, like we were doing something different. But, you know, like the first shows, and you can hear it on some of the videos on YouTube, like, you know, some of the original singers, hecklers were there, like, yeah. your singer, like, this is her singer, like, you know, and just yeah. kind of like, we had a lot of trouble, which, you know, the songs Travel and Packs was one of the songs about, um, you know, with some of people that she associated with causing trouble at shows and them getting shut down and stuff. And it was like, oh, are they going to cause a problem to get it shut down because now I'm singing and their friend isn't? And, you know, so that was a challenge for a while, but, like, I think the response, like, I have a different attitude than she does. I think I'm just a more positive person, and, you know, you get more bees with honey kind of thing. Like, people respond better to someone with a better attitude, and so after a while, those people kind of faded, you know, and the positive response made it, you know, not as big of a challenge, you know. That was just, I know, for me coming in as 
the singer behind her. Yeah, and I know like neither singer is is better or worse, but I think it's that your voices are completely different when you put on the first record. And then you put on the second one, you're like, whoa, what? What happened? <laughs> I even had mentioned to, like, Mandy in the past, too, and I think Elaine, like, I was like, it would be really cool if we could do, when I'd seen they had done a reunion with the original singer, like, you know, if we could do it all together and do songs from both albums and songs together since we both have different vocal styles. And originally, I came in just to sing the like more feminine backups on the yeah, fast by young for that album. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, the cover. We did that at CBGB's before Vice Squad. Was that Vice Squad, yeah. You mm-hmm. guys played. Yeah. yeah. And that was yeah. when I sang that with you guys. It definitely was a challenge after we uh, parted ways with Stephanie. It definitely was a challenge uh it was a challenge just being an all-girl band. Yeah. I'll say that. A lot sure. of heckling and criticisms and, you know. Yeah. That Perfect. was a challenge. <laughs> what I want to say about uh, what I'm proud of what we've done, we I think we got to travel the world playing mm-hmm. our music. We got to see a lot of different places. We got to see meet a lot of fans from all over and I'm really proud of that. And I'm and proud, I'm proud inspiring, that inspiring um younger other girls. girls. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's we that still means get a lot. Messages now from girls saying that we inspired them and I think I think that's what I'm most mostly proud of. Yeah. This one goes to all of you. You have to say your own different one. But the story of the best show you've ever played, and then on the flop, the worst show you've ever played. The best one I remember now for me, like I loved just about all of them that we played. Like we played a lot of really good ones, but when we were in Brighton in England, we played this show and just like at this bar that was great and like our driver's friends were all there and like were super nice to us and like the crowd had this great energy and like I remember always like feeling like okay if I'm like sweating like a dude at the end of like a set like we've I've sung good I've played good you know what I mean and I was just like soaking wet like I mean I just and we played so well and I remember that it was Brighton, England. And that was one that I really, really loved. Like that was probably one of my favorite ones for sure. I, I think for me, uh, one of our best shows was the show we had at CBGB's. It was in September of 2001. And it was our debut with JJ. And our moms came, remember? Yeah, that was a good one. Yeah. yeah. And I remember feeling so happy with the, the way we sounded. And that was when we had all these hecklers. But I was really proud of how well we played. It was cool. Our moms came, too. Was yeah. Good. I think also when we played Blackpool in 2002, that was a really good show. We played well for that, too. And it was like one of one of the biggest crowds we played in front of. Jim, I think, took pictures of the crowd and, like, I remember showing my daughter and she was like, is that like people? (laughs) It just looked like a sea of people. It was pretty wild. Like, yeah. yeah. I remember at one point, 
my didn't my mic cord come out while I was like singing and I was I like, think oh, so. oh, oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm like just keep going on plugging in. I I honestly don't remember bad shows with JJ. With JJ, no. No. All our shows were good with JJ. Uh, we we were more cohesive and comfortable as a band. Yeah. So it was just we and had I think a different just like a totally the fact that we were friends, we liked you know, similar wanted to do a similar style of like girl punk, but also like I'm not an asshole. <laughs> well, you were also way more interested so, in practicing and yeah. writing lyrics, and you had way more of an interest in the band. With JJ, it was like we all, everyone was equally pitching in. It wasn't like, uh, you know, a workhorse or two workhorses and like a deadbeat. It was like everyone was putting in, no, there was no dead weight. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I remember when they asked me, like, because I initially had gone to go record vocals for Live Fast, Die Young for that cover with the original singer. And it was like a last minute thing. Like Mandy called me and was like, you want to be our new singer? And I was like, what? And I just always wrote, like always from playing in other bands and just writing poetry, like always. So I just had notebooks of lyrics that had no songs. And so they basically gave me a cassette tape with the music that was pre-recorded. And we're like, we're recording in like three days. Yeah. (laughs) These are the songs that have lyrics. These ones don't. Have fun. And so I just kind of put him to it as best I could. And it just seemed to all flow together really well. Like it was meant to go together, you know? Like, yeah. Okay, so what do you think the motivation is to keep going and to keep creating musically? Because as you guys know, she's a rough road out there. Um, for me, I mean, I, I've been in other bands too. So I think for me, it's just... I have a need now. I took a break for a long time when I had my son and coming back into another band and like playing music, I realized that I just need to have music in that outlet in my life, whether it's playing guitar, writing lyrics, just it's an outlet and it's a break from everyday mundane life. And it's fun to have something to look forward to, like a weekly practice or playing a show. And Obviously, with the Davatskas, it's just, like we said before, it's just awesome that we're still relevant 20-something years later. And, and being able to be involved in, in a scene still, it's just, it's a cool feeling. I haven't played in any bands or anything since, but I've still written music and, like, worked on little side project things. And music's always been a big part of my life, like, still. But I just, whenever I've written lyrics and stuff, it's always been based more on like life experiences <laughs> fortunately unfortunately i've had a lot of them to like kind of pull from so you know i i feel like i've got a good bank to work from currently. <laughs> um my uh my mother has late stage dementia and that's currently a really big challenge for my family um my dad's fighting cancer too at the same time and he's her primary caregiver they live about 40 minutes from me but I'm the person who gets like you know the phone calls and shit and it's it's a lot so being able to kind of 
it's cathartic that I can write, you know, I can write about it. Like, so I think if we write some new stuff, I, I, I have some things that I know I have to put into it that I'm excited about. And it's cool. Like, you know, like Mandy said that we're still relevant. Like, I mean, I went, um, my boyfriend had taken me to punk and Drublick, this punk festival that they had out here with camping and stuff. And I had a Devotchka's patch and somebody's like, Oh, the Devotchka's. And I was like, <laughs> and of course, you know, he's all drunk. He's like, Oh, she was a singer. And he's like, what? And it's just fucking weird every now and then when people are like, like, no, like, yeah, like that's cool. Somebody likes that album and like remembers us. Like, you know, like <laughs> feel like a less, like our footprint in a way, you know, years to come kind of thing. Like my daughter, like, and Mandy's son, like our kids, like just to pass it on to kind of thing. And just other generations of kids in the scene. Like it's cool. It's really fucking cool. For me, I, I, uh, I've always liked to write music. So I, because I haven't been doing a band in a long time, my, I'm making music in my sleep. I dream of melodies. <laughs> So every time I have a melody oh, yeah. in my in my dream, I wake up and I hum it into my phone so I won't forget it. So it'll be just really great to actually put it to use. I agree. I agree with that. Hold on. <laughs> Hold on. Correct. <laughs> wow. Um, I like I like that we're always correct. I know. You're not you're never wrong. <laughs> yeah. I think that is what I have for you, but I do want to explain my best show, worst show question because I feel like that fell short. But that came from playing. I played in a band, and all of our worst shows ended up being the best stories. So it was like this one time we played, and there was like two people standing there. And I'm like, uh, but it was that awkward thing where when people come in, and then they don't want to leave because we'll see them leaving. And so they were kind of stuck. <laughs> <laughs> and so we were playing. And clearly not not fans of ours. That's fine. But uh, they're just sitting there. And then I'm like, okay, only, only two more songs. And the guy in the front just goes, oh, man. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's bad. So I'm like, I gotta start asking people best show, worst show. <laughs> Maybe if I think about it, um, we had this weird show. It was before JJ. It was when we had um, our previous singer, and it wasn't her fault or anything, but we were in Basel, Switzerland, and we start playing our, our set, and then the show empties out like they leave it was in a basement of a bar oh i know what you're, what you're talking about <laughs> and we're like what oh, the no. hell is what is going on like like everyone in the show just emptied out and went outside and we're like what the um these like total nazi skinheads showed up and they chased them out oh, of the venue <laughs> and uh we are looking out the window. They they barricaded the, the bar and everyone's yelling, oh my God, it's the Nazis. And uh, we look out the window and they were like standing there holding crowbars and see Kylie. <laughs> we're like, what the hell? Yeah, that was pretty insane. 
Yeah. <laughs> That'd be oh weird. God. You're playing and everyone just leaves. You're like, yeah. Uh, well, like we we had no idea what was going on. Well, like, yeah. if you suck that bad. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Empty a whole room. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't yeah. remember bad shows, but I do remember like weird ones. Like there was one we played in Lille, France, and I remember posting pictures of it, and all of us were like. Do you remember being like fondled, taking that picture? Oh my god, the first picture, like, yes. Proud picture. Yes. And like someone grabbed my ass and somebody grabbed my boob at the same <laughs> yeah, time. And all of us were like, yeah. Did you grab? And it was like guys and chicks. We were just yeah. like, And everybody fuck? was like wildly cracking up. Like those people were like very, very wild. Yeah. And we played like some pretty interesting places though when we were over. I remember in Germany, like we played this place that was YMCA Hall that had been like an SS training camp or some shit. Mm -hmm. And then we had like the the POW place with tunnels and stuff, and like we were exploring and stuff after. It was really weird. What was that place, Aline? It was like a. Wasn't it a prison that, like, Napoleon built? And then uh-huh. during World War II, they used it to house uh, POWs of the war? Yeah. I have a picture of, like, some insane. weird room that was downstairs that, was that had definitely just, like, haunted. cut out in it. Yeah. <laughs> like, a gas chamber. We were like, uh, this is creepy. <laughs> <laughs> Can we this go now? get a drink. <laughs> Both those places were really, like, creepy. Yeah. Uh, See, I don't know what would possess someone to be like, BFW Hall, this is a good idea. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> I see. There you go. You know, the worst show, best show one, once it's received well, then. Yeah, we're, we're old, so we have to, like, it takes a while for the memories to flow in. <laughs> 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 Our wheels are a little rusty. 